This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Wednesday. Yes, I took a day off yesterday. Had a lot of shit to catch up on. Plus, I really wanted to. I've got so much shit on the backlog I need to watch. I wanted to watch that QAnon documentary because I wanted to talk about it. And I did. I binged that whole motherfucker last night. Almost, almost. I I didn't make it quite to the end. I did eat a pot brownie before binging on the entire motherfucker. And it knocked my ass out. But I got to the end. This morning I watched the final episode. I highly recommend it. I think it's called Q Into The Storm on HBO. Yo! Up, Rocky Flame. Just the. It goes into the details, the history, the internet culture, everything steeped in. Goes back through the satanic panic and relates everything back to what's happening now. I cannot recommend it enough. Fuck QAnon. Well, we, we found out who QAnon is, which I mean, we did the story here on the Troll Patrol back. Uh, probably around December, November, about it being Jim Watkins, the owner of 8chan, 8con, whatever it is. It was. It was Jim and Ron Watkins, his son. Spoiler alert. For a story that I covered back in December, but is actually the, you know, ending of a hit HBO documentary right now. My apologies. I figured the entire time, but then again, you know, documentaries like that, they want to give you a twist at the end. But as I said, I'd covered the story already. All right. The Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer released a video today, released a video talking about the American Rescue Plan, the infrastructure bill that... Biden is currently pushing the American people. Help is on the way. The American rescue plan will go down. Help is on the way. He says, what are we into this administration now? About three months. It's about goddamn time. Sweeping federal recovery efforts in history. One of the most two grand out the door was, you know, 1400 a month and a half later, two months later. Exactly what we need to defeat the virus. It will send direct checks to American workers and families. It'll keep firefighters. People still probably haven't got their 1400 yet. Sanitation workers on the job. We expanded the child tax credit for an overwhelming majority of families in this country. Analysts predict that this policy will cut childhood poverty in half. The American Rescue Plan is nothing short of a lifeline for exactly from one end of this country to the other. 30 billion for restaurants. One of the absolute most powerful people in the country. dollars in additional support for our nation's small theaters and venues, adding to the Save Our Stages Act. 15 billion dollars in flexible targeted grants. Up to 90% of minority-owned small businesses will qualify for this funding. Senate Democrats delivered the single largest investment in American education ever. 
priority. Which I assume the bill is being marked up in committee right now. Substantial emergency relief to in conference. I'm sorry, not committee. Emergency in conference. Financial aid grants to students. The American Rescue Plan. Mansion is is uh, at least posturing to be against this bill. Loan forgiveness by making all types of. Well, once again, he's he's wanting something in return for more it. than twenty billion dollars in emergency aid for low-income renters. Those at the greatest risk of eviction. Ten billion to help homeowners behind on I, mortgages and utilities. How many people have already been evicted? Native programs in our since nation. Democrats took office. Experts have called the American Rescue Plan quote the most significant legislation for Black farmers since the Civil Rights Act. The American Rescue Plan is going to have an immense impact on nearly every community in America. Dick Durbin is indeed incompetent. I, f- I fucking hate dirt. One of my least favorite Democrats. Like at least, at least Chucky Schumer, I can give him some props. I do not like Dick Durbin at all. Here is Biden making his case to Republicans to support his infrastructure plan. I've heard from my Republican friends uh, say that it's many of them say it's too big. They say that's what she said. Focus on traditional infrastructure. Fix what we've already got. The roads and the highways that exist and the bridges. I'm happy to have that debate. But I want to tell you my view. We are America. We don't just fix for today. We build for tomorrow. 200 years ago, trains weren't traditional infrastructure either until America made a choice to lay down tracks across the country. We're going to get to that in just a little bit. Now, I will say it's probably being made more of than what it is, but God damn, Biden, that is not a good look right now. Because, I mean, continuing what Trump was doing, Trump wasn't building a fucking wall. Trump was replacing the fencing along the border, which might need to be done. So, you know, fucking Biden is replacing some more fencing. And by saying that he's continuing the Trump policy of building the wall, which Trump wasn't building a fucking wall. It's, it's a whole fucking thing. I hate the way Democrats always make themselves look bad. It does seem like they're doing it on purpose now, doesn't it? Their messaging is so off. Highways weren't traditional infrastructure until we allowed ourselves to imagine that roads could connect our nation across state lines. The idea of infrastructure has always evolved to meet the aspirations of the American people and their needs. And it's evolving again today. We need to start seeing infrastructure through its effect on the lives of working people in America. Now, they're saying they're making a push for broadband. I hope that it's more than just a giveaway to these uh, tech companies so that they can do wiring and shit, and we never actually see a fucking benefit from it. So they can come in and put in subsidized wiring in cities and then fucking still charge an arm and a leg for their internet access. I'm afraid that's what's going to happen. That seems like a very Democrat thing to do. What is the foundation today that they need to carve out their place in the middle class to make it? 
to live, to go to work, to raise their families with dignity, to ensure that good jobs will be there for their... Your family ain't got no dignity. I've seen what your brother and your son been doing. they live in. That's what infrastructure means in the 21st century. It still depends on roads and bridges, ports and airports, rail and mass transit. But it also depends on having reliable, high-speed internet in every home. Because today's high-speed internet is infrastructure. I'm still, I am still just gobsmacked by the way Hunter Biden talked. I like it sounded like the man's testicles hadn't dropped. You, I mean, you see these pictures of him with his aviators and shit, and he looks so cool. And like there were all the memes going around, like I'd fuck Hunter Biden. But like then I listened to him talk, and he, like Jesus, dude, get some bass in your voice. What? What the hell? It depends on that shouldn't voice shame. I'm sorry. A grid that won't collapse in a winter storm or be compromised by hackers at home or abroad. It depends on... Not everybody can have this audible ecstasy. From every American community, including those that have... Wilding over here. Black, Latino, Asian American, Native Americans, rural communities. Talk to folks around the country about what really makes up the foundation of a good economy. Ask a teacher... Or a childcare worker, if having clean drinking water, non-contaminated drinking water. Joe Biden, teachers already have enough on their fucking plate. They're doing fucking everything in the world, especially with the pandemic going on. <laughs> and you want me to add to their burden and go up and ask them stupid ass questions that you should know about. You've got a whole department of education to study this shit schools and our child care centers is part of that family. Oh, I'm, I am definitely enjoying you know, it. The lead in our pipes slows a child's development when they drink that water. That's the entrepreneur who small... We've known that for 50 fucking years now. Second 100-year f- flood in the last 10 I don't years. think there's not infighting going on with leftists. God damn. Leave AOC alone. Leave AOC alone. <laughs> Why Why are there so many asshole leftists attacking AOC? God damn. Yeah, but, but like that's just once again proving that, you know, they're not dumb. There are plenty of Republicans right now that aren't dumb. They know what's going on, but they don't have the balls to say it. They don't have the courage to, you know, take a loss in an election <laughs> for telling the truth. They're all goddamn cowards. So... Well, fuck John Boner. <laughs> West that burned 5 million acres last year. An area roughly the size of the entire state of New Jersey. More fires than ever. Oh, are you ready for this? The devastating damage. We've been listening to boring-ass Biden. We've been <laughs> talking about policy and everything. Let's get, to, let's get to the fun shit, shall we? Bill O'Reilly was on with Glenn Beck the other day. <laughs> Talking about this infrastructure plan. So here we go. Trillion dollar American jobs plan. Uh, this is great. Don't you love it? It's really, oh, really I, good. Biden? Yeah, I love it. So now we're in full socialism mode. 
And and I was telling my audience. Does, does he know what socialism is? Because it's not investment into private companies. That's the exact opposite of socialism. Just giving away government money to private companies is not socialism, Bill O'Reilly. God damn. On BillOReilly.com the other night. I said, look, there's a delineation between Americans who seek information, those who are listening to us right now, and where, where is Beck at? On listening to Puff Daddy. Okay? There's, there's <laughs> right. a delineation. Did Puff Daddy drop a new album and I'm not aware of it? I didn't know that Puff Daddy was still even a fucking thing. Is that just like Bill O'Reilly's latest reference? All right. So you have, I would say, half the. Couldn't even say Cardi B? Cardi B? That's all they've talked about. Some information in their lives. Some. Little Nas X. Fucking shit. Little Nas X, motherfucker. That's what you guys have been losing your shit over for like the last two weeks. No one needs to be aware of Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Sean Combs, whatever the fuck he's going by. All right, take it away, Bill. Delineation. All right. So you have, I would say, half the American public actually absorbs some information in their lives. Some. Half does Some. Yes. Yeah. But you got, you know, maybe 100 million adults who have no blanket idea what's happening. None. Absolutely. And this this is what. They're your listeners. They're Glenn Beck's listeners. They depend on those people. You just knee-jerk and, and put in the politically correct crew. But now we're in full socialism mode, all right? So I have in front of me, Beck, because I always uh, I want to be well-informed on the Glenn Beck program, the fusion of enlightenment and entertainment. I want to be yeah. very, very well-informed. I have in front yeah, of me sure. where all of this money is supposed to go. Do all you right. know that there is $10 billion for a civilian climate core. $10 billion. A civilian mm. climate core. What, what, what is exactly a... might that be? Yeah. Okay, I'm horrible at math, but this is $10 billion he's griping about. This is his... And I always, I always say this. When, when people throw out an example... I always assume the first example that's on the top of their mind is the most potent example, right? Because it's the first one you threw out. I'm because somebody comes at me with a whole list of shit. All right, like I'm just going to break down the first one because the first one should be your best example. So the first thing he comes at you with is ten billion dollars. This is a what? A four trillion dollar bill? A three trillion something dollar bill? What's $10 billion of $3 trillion, $4 trillion? Somebody do the math of that for like it's Like it's like less than a percent or something, isn't it? I'm horrible at math and I'm stoned, so I don't exactly know. But I, like it's a very small sliver of it. And that's what he's taking issue with here. All right. I think what it is. Is still higher and 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 it's like a fucking conservation corps. Like that's what he's taking issue. <laughs> they got ten billion dollars for this conservation corps. Sounds good. Do you see what the fuck we're gonna send people to fucking rake the forests and shit? 
and do controlled burns like they're supposed to? Have you seen what's been going on with our forests here lately? Yeah, we need some sort of conservation corps. Climate Conservation Corps, whatever the fuck they get, sounds like a fantastic idea. $10 billion doesn't sound like enough, Bill O'Reilly. To run around individual neighborhoods going, it's hot, it's hot today, it's <laughs> hot. Okay. You know, I, no. I, wonder, I wonder, Bill, what, uh, Stu, do you remember the name of that civilian corps that I dressed up in leader hosen for when I was at Fox? Uh, no, I just remember the Amer- leader hose. Yeah, okay. So, but it was on this, and I was what? talking about what uh, uh, FDR did in the 1930s. Do you remember this segment at Fox about the, the civilian corps where I dressed up in leader hosen? As a conservative, it's getting harder and harder to not look like a kook. Just saying. Thank you, Rush, coming at us from uh, from the dead. That and nugget he of wisdom. Took this youth civilian corps, and they went out to you know help nature and the national parks and everything else. Uh, and Obama talked about doing this. I wonder if that's not the the promise fulfilled now from President Obama. Yeah. Ooh, it's Obama. He's pulling the strings. There's another $20 billion. See, this doesn't mean anything. People go, ah, $20 billion, $20 trillion, you know, yeah. Well, you know, when the dollar collapses, just remember this conversation. All right, so $20 billion on bike lanes and pedestrian safety. Sounds right, This is a federal well, bill. I think that... I, isn't it? My God, we need to be investing in bike lanes and pedestrian safety in every fucking city. $20 billion, that's all it is. $20 billion, O'Reilly, really? We need more. Thank you for pointing it out. We need double that, you stupid fuck. Aren't bike lanes supposed to be in the county realm? Isn't it? You know, we have a bike lane in uh, mm-hmm. Nassau County, where I am. Uh, but uh, Biden is now designating well, $20 billion for bike lanes? Yeah, I we mean, need bike lanes. Kind of you know, hey, we need bike lanes on those interstate highways, and only the federal government can do those bike lanes. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, this yeah. is part of the... Um, That's not a bad idea, to be honest with you. Put a bike lane on the interstate. Sustainable 2030, uh, 2030 Act. Uh, from the United right. Nations. The bike lanes are part of the Great Reset. Not next to the interstate, but, but like off to the interstate. Really is, for those who have the mm-hmm. headphones on, okay, is this is a full... I think Bill O'Reilly just proposed the first interstate bike lane, and I'm down for it. I love the idea. Thank you, Bill O'Reilly. We should name it after him. Socialism play that the federal government in Washington will come to your county, your town, and tell you exactly how many bike lanes you can have, what kind of bikes you can ride. That's not at all what's going on. Bill's bike lane. I thought it was really interesting that uh, after all of the stuff was broken down, that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and you got to give her credit, she's not a liar. She's not a deceiver. No, she's not, Bill. 
They deceive, all right? They'll never tell you the mm-hmm. truth. But Ocasio-Cortez will. She goes, I hate this bill because it's not enough. It should be $10 trillion, not $2 trillion in infrastructure or three. Listen, listen, listen. This is whatever. Maybe it's two something or other. Three. I overshot it with the four. 2.7 or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, because we don't actually we don't actually have a bill yet. There are proposals and shit that are floating around, but that's over ten years. It's really not enough. And other economists have chimed in on this and said that. So yes, Bill, it is not enough. Ten, because this is what the socialists want. The government runs everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. They have that in Europe. Now remember what they're talking about. Is the government's going to hand out fucking contracts to private companies? This is not socialism by any stretch of the imagination, at all. The government's just going to come in and fucking shower money on a bunch of private companies. They're going to waste it doing shit that the government could have done more efficiently anyway. But hey, we live in a capitalist society, and that's the way we get shit done. Have that in Europe and be happy, everyone. But that's not socialism. Well, Beck and O'Reilly is his show. All right, right now, <laughs> be happy. You don't live in France because you can't come out of the house to get your cool song. It's locked down <laughs> for four weeks. Why? Because the government of because there's a double mutant variant of the COVID. Possibly develop a vaccine to do anything, so they don't have any vaccine. So I don't think that's true at all. COVID-18 wave has swept over France and Germany and Italy and the Netherlands and on and on because they're socialist governments. Whereby here in the capitalistic system, President Trump... I would like to point out something, Bill O'Reilly. Last spring, Europe got hit really fucking hard right before we got hit really hard. If if the trends follow, we're getting ready to get hit with another fucking wave. Just because everybody else is. It's kind of going to be inevitable. And once again, we handled it the worst of any other fucking country last time of the industrialized first world countries. That's for sure picked up the phone and said to the CEOs... I think Brazil has surpassed us now. Johnson & Johnson, whatever it may be, you get that back, we, the federal government, will buy it from you to the tune of billions of dollars and we'll sign the contract right now. Presto! Seven months later, there's the vax. So this is how capitalism works. You see, there are financial incentives to develop worthy things. So oh my God! Works because the government. Bill O'Reilly believes that the government shoveling money at a private entity for a vaccine they've been developing for ten years anyway, just to fast track it. He thinks that's capitalism. Screwed up from top to bottom. But he thinks the government shoveling money at private contractors to build roads is socialism. I don't know. $100,000 by a local situation will cost the federal government $2 million. They can't do it. So 
So well, the reason the, the reason why they can't do it is because you are so far away from decision makers. You know, when your town is involved, I can go to the town mayor. I know the mayor. You know, the mayor might be my neighbor, and I can go and go, what are you doing with all of this? This is way out of control. But you, you can't go to the government. And so the graft and the the waste is off the charts. I don't know if you noticed this, uh, Bill, but uh, unions are mentioned 24 times. Great. Oh, I know. Fucking A. I, I, I mean, know. this is, this is again, you want to talk about the cost of things. Well, number one, the federal government... Hopefully we're going to find out sometime soon. It might it might still be weeks to come what happened at uh, the Amazon plant in Missouri, Alabama. John seat. Okay, I don't care. All right, but number two, you get a situation where the federal government is basically saying to the American people, trust us, we're going to run your life from the time you're born to the time you die. You don't need to really do anything. Just give us all your money, everything that you earn. Just turn over 60, 70 percent of it to us. We'll take care of it. Okay, get on a plane and go to Venezuela. See how that works out. Go down and visit Raul Castro in Havana. Go over to Sweden where their tax rate, they pay something like 40 something percent of their income. Their health care is a hell of a lot less than ours. They pay a hell of a lot less. Yeah, we pay low taxes. We sure as shit make up for it. At the things that the government could be providing for us. I don't know. See how they're living down there. Yet. See how France. Dick is tasty. Go ahead. 80 million people voted for Biden. Yes, Biden lied to you. And now, by the way, we are now uh, in podcast form. And I love the fact that like somebody just listening to the podcast of the Troll Patrol doesn't know that I'm responding to somebody in the comments that just all of a sudden blurted out, Dick is tasty. <laughs> they, don't, they have no clue that I'm responding to somebody that made a comment. Yes, he said he was a moderate. He's not. He's nothing. He's agnostic. Biden is nothing because he can't concentrate long enough to know what to do. Oh, Biden is a lot of things. I can name him, sir. Not a socialist, that's for sure. And you said to him, hey, Mr. President, with all due respect, um, you're breaking the bank here. All right. You're going to tax the country into a recession. Do you have any clue about that? That is not that is not what any economic experts are saying at this moment. I mean, it's just crazy. Bill O'Reilly so, has no he, fucking clue what he's talking about. France is really bad. They tax their millionaires with a 70% tax. and the mil- Good! We used to back when this country was strong. They had to repeal they that. They, all, and yeah. they didn't have to go for it. They just got right. on their bikes, rode into Monaco. All right? Monte Carlo. Well, they could because they have very nice, you know, government-made uh, bike trails. Yeah, but there's no tax. Yes, we need bike trails. By the way, Bill O'Reilly earlier proposed a interstate bike lane. See you. Goodbye. And there's we're gonna name it after him, Bill's bike lane. So I'm what I'm worried about is that we are so distracted. We Americans are so distracted that we are going to allow a way distracted by the dreck that's on the. Glenn Beck program. There will be a backlash. And the the border is the beginning of that. Because even the simplest of us 
and I'm not going to mention any names on CNN. It's uh, it's kind of wild that he mentioned the border because that was our next topic. Yes. Well, of course, what are all the Republicans losing their minds over? This was like their 700th press conference from the border in the last month at least. They keep going down there. They keep doing these these videos that they're hoping are going to go viral. Yes, that's Jim Jordan, the motherfucker that's covered up sexual assault in Ohio. Now, this is a 30-minute clip. We're, we're going to skip through. It's a, it's a whole clown show of chuckle fucks. In the history of Border Patrol, since they've been keeping records, since they've been keeping down. Busiest month on record. 40% of manpower is currently used for processing. Doesn't sound like the audio is very good. We might not watch any of it. What chuckle fuck we got now? A month through this human trafficking made possible by the president's policies. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Jim Jordan is the, like one of the only people to come forward and uh, issue a statement in regards to Matt Gates and actually defend him. Speaking of Matt Gates, I'm glad you brought that up. We have some new developments. Apparently, the man that uh, Gates said tried to extort him for $25 million admitted he asked for the money, but not not to extort Gates. Plus, Gates is going to be headlining a women's event. Yeah, we can't even hear what these fuckers... They're trying to do this press conference for show, and their audio sucks. We can't even hear what the fuck they're saying. Hundreds and thousands of miles... To get to a place their parents think is safe. We sat in a, we went through the process yesterday and, and I saw this. We're, we're almost there, I promise. We've got a couple more stories. Um, and we're going to lay into gates. <laughs> and I sat there as we we're talking with these great men and women. And I was glanced over every few minutes. Yeah, fuck these guys. Small, small community. Judges to not worry about the asylum back. GOP reps at the border. Torch Biden for crisis. Guess what? They're not coming back to court. Now, there is problems with Biden's response to the crisis. Here's a real one. Biden has yet to reunite any migrant families separated under Trump. Not one of the hundreds of migrant families separated from President Trump's zero-tolerance policy has been reunited under President Biden thus far. This according to senior Department of Homeland Security officials. They confirmed this earlier today. Uh, Reuniting migrant families was one of Biden's clearest immigration-related promises. I know, that's why I'm bringing it up. uh, Given the lack of... uh, Given the lack of process set up under Trump when families were being separated, the current administration is faced with uh, manually digging through government files to try to locate the parents of children who were separated. Regarding the reunification thus far, the task force has not directly unified any families yet. And that's because we are really... That's because we are really... That's because we really are... Trying to build the process and the information. This is according to a senior DHS official. Officials told reporters on a call this morning that they're pouring through the roughly 5,600 migrant child cases from 2017. 
which hadn't yet been reviewed for evidence of family separation. That's how far back they are. Oh my God, it's such a huge backlog. That's the crisis. He is such a dickbag. I don't... He, it doesn't matter if he supports reconciliation or not. Once again, I, I wouldn't put too much stock in Manchin because he's trying to posture. He's wanting to get something. They're going to have to, like, they're going to have to throw him some red meat. But they're going to, like, the Democrats need to stick and carrot and Bernie needs to go to West Virginia. There you go. Let Bernie hold a few little mini rallies in West Virginia and see uh, Manchin change his tune. The senior... uh, I can't talk tonight. Maybe I'm not stoned enough. He threw a hissy vid over a couple ago. Vice President Harris... Um, trusting either Dems with an apostrophe S or reps with an apostrophe S. Do you mean representatives when you say a... And neither of those, you shouldn't use a possessive apostrophe for either of those. I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about, sir. Would you like to call in and discuss it with us? 917-830-4359 or you can hop in the Discord... I'm feeling froggy tonight. The senior officials added they are also looking for children who might have been separated from legal guardians who were not their parents, noting the process is likely to increase the numbers of families still separated. Jesus Christ. So we got... Video of a young migrant on the border. We've also got some Fox video here we're going to watch. I'm not exactly sure if they bring up the video of the migrant. It looks like. We start with the White House downplaying the arrest of two Yemeni men on the terror watch list who tried crossing the border <laughs> illegally. Residue, yes. All statements are true and false and meaningless. There are their, their pictures. They're not on the website anymore, though. This, as the CBP is deleting the photos of the men and the press release about their arrests. Right, and I'm sure they're the only two that ever crossed recently. Griff Jenkins is joining So I guess these two were on the terrorist war. watch list um, or something. As Republicans demand answers, can I say Americans demand answers, Griff? Well, that's right. Brian Angley and Steve, good morning. Well, that's right. Relic of the 80s. <laughs> Printers printing things Look at out. me. I'm Griff Jenkins. My name is Griff. <laughs> this now deleted press release from CBP announced a second Yemeni man was arrested crossing the border in California and identified... Where do they get these people? Griff. It's nowhere to be found now. CBP issued a statement yesterday saying this, quote, the news release in question was not properly reviewed and contained a certain disclosure and policy information related to national security that required CBP to remove it from our website. Well, at the White House, Press Secretary Jen Psaki was downplaying it. Encounters of known and suspected terrorists are very uncommon. DHS works. It is. 
partners to prevent individuals on certain watches. I no 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 no. You edit something like that. You like fucking edit clips together like that. She did not say whatever the fuck you're trying to make her say. That is deceptive as shit. Fuck you, Fox. This is rare. Now, all of this has prompted House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy to send a letter to the FBI and CIA directors raising real concerns over terrorists crossing undetected. Meanwhile, shocking video reportedly shot by a Border Patrol agent shows a little boy east of Rio Grande City stranded, scared, and sobbing in the desert. Oh, it's smoggy. Now, that child is believed to be between 10 and 12 years old. He was taken he took to off. by shelter. Meanwhile, DHS Secretary Mayorkas is reportedly considering restarting some wall construction, filling, quote, gaps in the current barrier. The White House, though, acknowledged that they're evaluating the possibility of filling some gaps, but emphasized that wall construction is still paused. Brian Ainsley, Steve. All right. Hey, so, Griff, they pulled the press release and they said national security. Really, the administration was just embarrassed because uh, they now have instituted this news blackout because they can't have people saying, oh, maybe the Republicans were right about the terror threat. Well, you put your finger on it, Steve. I mean, here is that press release, the headline, which says two Yemeni men arrested. They, that's their, like, new tactic. They love holding shit up. It makes it, like, look official and shit. Do you have a right to know and see that or not? The CBP currently says the answer is no. There's also, I've noticed that they have this tactic of, uh, remember back when the, uh, the whole Ukraine scandal was going on? So many of them were like, read the transcript, read the transcript. And then I would like cut and paste. Like I had the transcript with the relevant parts highlighted. <laughs> and then like, I'd like comment back with the fucking highlight, like this transcript right here. Yes, I did read it. They did it again with the, uh, the voting law thing. They were like, well, did you read the voting law? Yes, I did. I know what's in it. You don't fucking know what's in it. So they did bring up Biden is apparently restarting construction in order to fill some gaps left by Trump. Biden could restart some building along the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, President Joe Biden's pledge to cease construction of former President Donald Trump's Keystone Project. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has told colleagues that some construction might resume along the border wall to plug some gaps. According to the report, Mayorkas said that while Biden had frozen Defense Department funding for the wall, that leaves room to make decisions as the administration as part of the administration, in particular areas of the wall that need renovation, particular projects that need to be finished. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's even if it is like, you know, a honest to God, like, oh, we're just because that's what Trump never built a wall. He was just patching up holes in a fucking existing fence. 
That's all Biden's going to do. But the optics, fucking Democrats are horrible with optics. Oh, shit. And they just let misinformation abound everywhere. Like voting misinformation. After the All-Star game was moved from Georgia to Colorado, as I said, many people were like, hey, did you read the voting law? Colorado has the same voting law. That was one of their talking points. Major League Baseball's decision to move the All-Star game to Denver from Atlanta after Georgia approved a law that makes it more difficult to vote is creating a firestorm of misinformation about Colorado's voting laws. There is little similarity... There is little similarity between the states. Colorado has one of the most accessible systems in the nation and recorded the second highest turnout rate among the voting eligible population in 2020. Colorado's voter ID requirement is not as strict as Georgia's because our counties accept many different forms. Georgia's early voting period is 17 days. I don't know who ours is. I don't know who wrote this. Oh, Jonathan Frank, author of Denver. The criticism overshadowed the celebration from the state and local officials who said the July 13th game would generate $190 million in local economic impact. Now, one of the things I want to point out is so many people on threads were going, oh, they're costing uh, the small businesses. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm sure chain restaurants do well around sporting events like the All-Star Game. Small businesses, the local restaurants and bars, they hate those games because it drives away their usual customers. People don't want to put up with the headache of going out. Yes, I realize you think the Democrats and Republicans are two wings of the same word. Whatever. That's the dumbest false equivalency ever. Do the Democrats have problems? Yes, I point them out every night. I've bitched about Joe Biden multiple times already tonight. Over and over again. Joe Biden is a million times better than Donald Trump. Hands down, without question. Now, that's a low fucking bar. But he is one million times better than Donald Trump. There are two wings and they're both right. You're correct. There are two capitalist parties. As of right now, I will support the one capitalist party that at least has a shred of democracy left in it. And my plan is to help take it over. I'm still begging anybody that might be watching in West Virginia. I know I've got viewers in West Virginia. We need to primary Joe Manchin. We need to primary Joe Manchin from the left. Make Joe Manchin scared. Somebody needs to go ahead and declare. I don't... It's going to be a fun civil war because I disagreed with your notion of... The two parties are exactly alike. Meh, 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 meh. I mean, shit, the last... We won the Civil War last time. What the fuck? There's, there is way more of us. There is way more center-left 
people. There are more people that believe in democracy than there are that believe in whatever the fuck the GOP is peddling, which is xenophobia, voter suppression, oppressive laws, and it used to be corporatism. They used to suck the corporate cock, but now they're biting the hand that feeds them. I don't know what the fuck is going on. How the fuck are they going to win elections? But Mitch McConnell comes out, says corporations need to keep their mouths shut. Oh, oh, unless it's campaign donations. No, keep those coming. I wonder, did Humana, did Humana tell Mitch McConnell to come out and tell corporations to keep their mouths shut? Big corporations are all Democrat? What the fuck are you talking about? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now, that's the thing. I do not want corporatism to seep over into the I mean any more than it already is in the Democratic Party. Keep your goddamn Republicans over there. There is enough stupid ass Republicans in the Democratic Party already. Joe Biden's one of them. I wish they'd go back over and try to take over the Republican Party. They're trying to come over here and cramp our style. Yes. 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 A Bernie-style Democrat can win in West Virginia. Now, one of my all-time favorite foils, one of the people I hate the most, keeps sharing out his little clip on Joe Rogan. I don't think this was recent. I think this happened. He keeps sharing it out because he's talking about voter ID laws. And it is one of my favorite right-wingers, the man that I desperately, desperately want to take a piss in his open eye hole. Dan Crenshaw on with Joe Rogan. ID. And we're not talking about, like, immediately, like, you need it next week to vote for the President of the United States. We're talking about some... You should have it. (laughs) Some shit that's going down in 2024, right? That's what we're talking about. We're, We're talking about, like... You have now three years to get an ID in order to be able to vote for the next president. That seems like it should be a lot. I'm they're, sure there's votes against, in between now and then, yeah. but that's the big one. Look, they're against voter ID laws. And I always, always, always forget, like, I voted in the last election without a valid photo ID. I have a story, a very valid story, why I do not have an ID. There are several people... That do not have an eye. It's enough to make a dent. And Republicans uh, would like to disenfranchise those people because they tend to vote Democrat. That's all it is. And remember, remember, as we were listening to him talk about this voter ID bullshit, voter fraud is non-existent. It's virtually impossible to commit the voter fraud that does actually occur is usually a clerical error or somebody voting in the wrong precinct. Every now and again, you get some dumb fuck that voted twice. That happened this past election, and it was for Trump. Was period. Why? I don't it, understand why. It, 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 well, the, the stated reason that they give is because it's it's they call it voter suppression, and they say it's harder for minorities to get ID. Now, any logical thinking person immediately refutes that. Four out of five Americans believe voter ID. Did I have to present an ID? Now, I did indeed have a valid ID when I registered, did I? I want to say I registered to vote when I got my registration 
here because like everybody usually registers when they have some sort of interaction with the government right i want to say that when i registered to vote it was whenever i switched my uh registration for my vehicle over so for whatever that was i had to present you know you have to have you had to prove who you are so yeah yeah most people get it from the dmv like mine was the courthouse because it was because uh, the thing mine so I live in a state which is very purposely limited the number of DMV offices there are. It's a four or five hour wait if I want to go get a license. So now you tell me if you've got somebody, hey, say you're a really poor person and you're working two jobs, you've got kids. When you when you're gonna when you're gonna have, you know, four or five hours drop by the DMV and sit down. So you might have an expired license. You tried to go in like, oh shit, I didn't know. You want to prevent these people from voting? They've got their voter registration card. You want to prevent them from voting? I never even thought about it. I'm from Kentucky. When I first voted, all you had to do was go in, say your name and your address, and then you signed your your signature. So I guess if there was ever a challenge, they did a signature verification. That's all it was. You go in, you say name and address, because who the fuck is going to know your name and address and is going to go in person and vote for you? And likely, I mean, we're talking about a local precinct. You know, it's a good possibility that your fucking neighbor's in there with you. Who's going to be able to impersonate you? Like this, This whole idea just boggles my mind. If people have that, they shouldn't need a driver's license. I don't understand why. Okay, let me let me ro- Rocky. Uh, what are they going to do? Going to go to West Virginia and campaign against me? Oh, please, that would. <laughs> yes, yes. I try. I have a friend. I have an ex-girlfriend. Uh, she is a like a director of marketing for a. Uh, insurance company. She lives in Charleston. <laughs> I have I have told her she would make an excellent candidate, and that she should run. And I think she should run against Joe Manchin. I want to know what FBI operative thinks. Period. Give us a call, motherfucker nine one seven eight three zero four three five nine, or hop in the Discord. Just tell me you're in there, and I'll hop on in That's with a good you. Good idea. Has there any b- debates been done on this? It seems like I would like to see. Well, I mean, not just seems yeah. like I would like to see someone from the left who supports this idea that voter IDs are in, bad. Are, are well, they bad. All, so every member of, of. Okay, here you go, Joe Rogan. The Twenty Fourth Amendment outlaws poll, poll taxes. There you go. And, like, I'll give Joe Rogan credit. Joe Rogan, if I was there with him and said, okay, the, the 24th Amendment outlaws poll taxes, people have the registration, think about it, how, like, voter regi- or voter uh, fraud non-existent. If I ran down all those things, Joe Rogan would probably be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Why you got to have an ID to vote? Ah! So, because Joe Rogan is that, that cool of a guy. The, the problem is he's in this pipeline and fucking... He doesn't fucking know enough to challenge Dan Crenshaw. 
of Democrat Congress, I believe, voted for H.R. 1. H.R. 1 is their premier election reform bill from the left. They, they passed it out of the House last session, passed it out this session. Questionable whether it would get through the Senate. This is, is a lot to this bill, but one of them undermines voter ID laws in states. So they don't like voter ID. Well, just why? As, I don't know. <laughs> their stated reason is that, right? It, it hurts minority voters. Do I do I need to do I need to look that up for you guys? I mean, I've got it handy. <laughs> it's been a common topic. A small fraction of people who voted in Texas and Michigan in 2016 lacked a photo ID. But those who did were disproportionately people of color, according to two new working papers. The two studies, while completed independently, complement one one another. They each focus on voting habits in one state, but provide broader insights about how different types of voter identification laws could affect other parts of the country. So there you go. And I'm sure it disproportionately affects poor people. And I and you and I look at that and you're like, that's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. And go talk to minorities then if you believe that. They don't they have ID. Because the way that it's a straw man. They're like, Oh, you think they're too stupid to get an ID? No. No, you motherfuckers. God damn. It's ridiculous to assume they don't have ID. If it seems like if you can get it seems like it's way easier to get people IDs than it is to get them health care. It is way easier. Doesn't that? <laughs> right? Well, and also, here's, here's, another, here's another fact. Well, let's get people IDs in. Every time voter ID laws are implemented, or in, 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 in any election integrity laws are implemented in Republican states, minority vote share goes up. It continues to go up. There's no evidence of suppression. There's literally zero. Because we so have to keep fighting. He's saying it goes up. But, like, we've just witnessed this, like, these wave elections because we're fighting fascists. And you're using that as an example of why your voter suppression isn't working. Jesus Christ. I, I fucking hate Dan Crenshaw. I would give anything. I mean, I would give anything to, to, to fucking piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. That is my one wish. I'm I'm assuming something that looked like what I just showed you. <laughs> Probably a lot of beeping and lights. God damn, who do I hate more, Ted Cruz or Dan Crenshaw? That's a tough one. Probably Ted. Probably Ted Cruz because of longevity. Dan Crenshaw uh, has a relatively short record because he's only been on the scene a couple of years. Ted Cruz been around a little bit. Here's Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, on the MLB move. 
Thank you so much for being here. I got to tell you, just moments ago, literally 15 seconds ago in my ear, breaking news. We want to get your reaction. The All-Star Game has now been officially relocated, according to sources close to the Associated Press, to Denver. So from your state of Atlanta to Denver, Colorado, first your reaction to that immediate news. Well, that's true, Pete. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Georgia has... Oh, we gave a lot of money to build that stadium. It's a shame. Including two optional Sundays. Uh, Colorado has 15. It's what I'm being told. They also have a photo ID requirement. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But, of course, neither does Joe Biden opening the NCAA championship game. They just lie. Every game's played in Indiana and what, how great it is. And Indiana's the birthplace for the photo ID requirement. In fact, the court case that upheld that was Marion County, where the game's being played tonight. So hypocritical. Governor, what is this about then? Because those numbers don't lie. It's obviously not about the voter ID requirement. It's obviously not about hypocritical the me means I just named something that has nothing to do with red herring. By one of Stacey Abrams organizations, Stop Jim Crow. It sounds good, though. Was registered even when people watch Fox too fucking stupid to know any better. So why Georgia? Why this line in the sand? Well, I think because we have an early session and we took the initiative to really fix some issues that we saw in the election last year and try to continue. It's the safest election in history, but Donald Trump lost, so we had to fix that. Accessible, fair elections. But I'll tell you, I think there's uh, several other things. Obviously, you got Stacey Abrams and her groups that are, including the president, that are lying to the American people and our citizens and obviously to a lot of these corporations that they're trying to and the host is like, yes, yes, they're lying. For their financial well-being. You've also got trying to distract from the people flooding across the border. And then you also have the yes. big push for HR1 and SR1 at the federal level to have an unconstitutional mandate to take over, you know, state elections. No. You're absolutely right. I mean, if when the Washington Post friend of Joe Biden is giving him four Pinocchios for his characterization of what's happening in Georgia. You know he's in trouble. Uh, it's absolutely not true. But it's just, just not just Major League Ooh. Baseball. That's the crazy part about this. I can't imagine. I don't know what he's talking about, but I can't imagine they gave him four Pinocchios about everything. It had to be like one little you know minor this. point. It was reported that after you signed the bill, an internal statement from Delta's corporate communications team to its employees was leaked. The Delta statement said... Its government affairs team, a.k.a. their lobbyists, have been heavily engaged in helping to write the bill. So, Governor, Delta Airlines was involved in helping to write the bill because they wanted it to be good and they were satisfied with what it looked like. Now they're running away from it. What does this tell you about the power of the left, the mob? Oh, they're working on them. You know, they're they're working on the board members or the board members themselves are working on the CEOs. And I know some of these uh, CEOs that are outspoken live in New York and New Jersey where you know, you have to have an excuse to vote absentee. You don't have to have that in Georgia. Or they don't have early voting or they don't have as many days like Joe Biden's own state of Delaware. It's so hypocritical. And look, it's just unfair. I want to punch this motherfucker so bad. I'm sorry. That's like a Twitch violation. And baseball fans, not only here, but all I want to punch this computer screen so fucking bad. Sport. America's pastime is now going to be politicized. I mean, when I grew up playing... Little League, Senior League, high school baseball. Last thing I thought about playing those games and having my family in the stands and a bunch of other kids that I grew up with was politics. That's the last thing anybody thought about. 
and now it's front and center because we Your have gore residue. I'm sad FBI ran away. Look, we're not engaging in that. Even though they've been engaged, their government affairs teams were engaged in the legislative processes that were unbearable. And this is a bill that uh, is really a good bill. It's going to, you know, further secure our elections, but also. And I'm afraid that the these events have propelled him into the national spotlight. Uh, voted on yep. that bill, and um, it's it's a good. He's bill. probably going to eventually be a that's senator from Georgia. Truth. I hate to say that, but that's that's the facts, and there's plenty of people piling on them now about other things that make yep. a lot of sense to me, like China and in Cuba, like China. They love that false equivalency, too. Well, the MLB, they'll do business with China. Oh, my God. DeSantis. Yeah, stick around. We're going to have to hear from that dumbass here in a little bit, too. So. Interesting thing here with all these boycotts going on on the right wing. After urging massive boycott, Coke was one of the uh, companies they're boycotting located in Atlanta, Georgia. A lot of Congress people took their state, state, I'm sorry, it was state house people, wasn't it? Took Coke out of their offices in Georgia. After urging massive boycott, Trump appears to hide his own Diet Coke bottle for a pick with Stephen Miller. This was his office. He was showing off. If we look here, there's the Diet Coke bottle behind his phone. Twitter users spotted a familiar item hiding behind the desk phone. More than one person identified it as a can or a bottle of Diet Coke for which Trump has a famous obsession. Trump called for a ban of Coke three days ago. How's that going? (laughs) Such a fucking fraud. All of them are frauds, including Jenna Ellis. One of Trump's lawyers. Ex-Trump. Oh, I guess ex-Trump lawyer now. Uh, Her claims about not worshiping him go up in holy smoke. Jenna Ellis, a former senior legal advisor to Donald Trump, got taken to Sunday school after claiming on Twitter that literally no one worships the ex-president. Oh, my God. Ellis made the bold declaration after MSNBC's Joy Reid tweeted that idolatrous worshipers of Trump would have their thoughts on biblical Christianity taken with a huge pound of salt by people who are reasonably familiar with the gospel. Here's Jenna Ellis's response. Literally no one worships Trump. Maybe you need to be more than reasonably familiar with the gospel. I'd be happy to introduce you to the real Jesus and true Christianity joy. DM me or start by reading Romans and the gospels. Ellis's post soon got ratioed with a series of stark reminders. Critics recalled the golden statue of Trump at this year's Conservative Political Action Conference, the time Trump signed Bibles during a church visit, and how he, his allies, and evangelicals claimed he'd been sent by God. 
Others mockingly shared right-wing memes of Trump as a deity and suggested his supporters who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th were also in holy thrall to the then-president. Some of you have even called him God and okay with him signing holy Bibles. Yes, literal gaslighter. Uh, I I've, I feel like somebody retweeted like one of her old tweets where she said he had been sent by God. Yeah, okay, Jenna. Yeah, look at that fucking picture. He was sent to us at church rally evangelicals worship God and Trump. I really thought there was a uh, a quote from her on here. Maybe I'm mistaken or we looked over it. All right. So Trump had the power to uh, pardon Matt Gates, or at least Matt Gates thought so. Oh shit. Trump says that Matt Gates never asked him for a pardon. Former President Trump on Wednesday refuted reports that Representative Matt Gates asked his office for a blanket preemptive pardon in the final days of his administration. Congressman Gates has never asked me for a pardon. Mr. Trump said in a statement, the statement was the first time the former president has weighed in on the political firestorm that has engulfed the Florida Republican. Mr. Gates is under a federal criminal investigation over accusations he had sex with a 17-year-old girl and violated sex trafficking laws. Mr. Gates has vehemently denied wrongdoing and has not been criminally charged. He has claimed he's the victim of an extortion plot. I'm glad they brought that up. New details in this extortion plot. The man accused of trying to extort Matt Gates admits he asked for money. The man accused of trying to extort Matt, uh, Representative Matt Gates admitted Monday that he'd asked for money, but insists he was he wasn't trying to blackmail the embattled Florida Republican Bob Kent, an ex. Air Force intelligence officer acknowledged that he did ask Mr. Gates's father, Don Gates, for money last month. In an interview with Sirius radio host Michael uh, Smirkonish, Michael Smirkonish, Michael Smirkonish, Mr. Kent said that the funds were to pay for an effort to return Robert Levinson, a former FBI agent who disappeared in Iran in 2007. Although the FBI agent is believed to be dead, Mr. Kent said he has video evidence that Levinson is alive and being held captive. Mr. Kent said he met with Don Gates, a former Florida politician, on March 17th and told him he was aware of his son's legal issues. Helping to rescue Levinson, he said, would generate goodwill. The Justice Department is investigating allegations that Mr. Gates had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old. The congressman has denied the allegations. 
I, the idea that Levinson is still alive just blows my mind. 14 years ago. Yes. Well, I mean, it's everything with Republicans is projection. Everything. If they're accusing Democrats of being pedophiles, they're the pedophiles. Or covering up for pedophiles, right, Jim Jordan? I guess I guess it wasn't a pedophile. They were in college. Still preying on, on teens and just barely 20-somethings. Matt Gates is headlining a Women for America First event despite, you know, everything. Congressman Matt Gates hasn't been on Fox News since a disastrously awkward performance on Tucker Carlson's show last week, and he hasn't gotten any public support from former President Donald Trump's inner circle since the news broke of an apparent Justice Department investigation. But if Gates is starving for attention, he'll get it pretty soon. This weekend, he's slated to an appear uh, he's slated to appear at an event run by the organizers of the January 6th rally in DC. That preceded the Capitol riot. Oh my God. Speaking of which, on the QAnon documentary, you get, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Watson, Jim Watson. Like, as he's marching to the Capitol, saying, yeah, I did this. Yeah, this is me. Everything in, like, fucking federal indictment, that motherfucker. <laughs> he's, like, admitting on camera to everything. Gates was announced Tuesday as part of a lineup of prominent Republicans who will appear at the Trump National Dural Resort in Miami for Women for America First Save America Summit. I'm sorry, let me say that title again. The Trump National Dural Resort in Miami for Women for America's First Save America Summit. And this starts on Thursday. Other speakers at the event will include Senator Rand Paul, six Republican House members, including Representatives Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Louis Gohmert, because that's every that's exactly what a women's conference needs is Louis fucking Gohmert. <laughs> uh, various other right-wing personalities, yada, yada, yada. Congressman Matt Gates has been a fearless leader in Washington. Women for America First Chair Amy Krimmer said in an email, few members of Congress have been more willing than Matt to stand up and fight on behalf of President Trump and his America First agenda. We are honored to have Congressman Gates speak at the Save America. I would be amused. I would go for content. Gates is probably eager for a friendly audience considering the barrage of bad news he's gotten lately. The Justice Department probe into Gates, which was launched during the Trump administration, reportedly centers around a series of transactions two years ago and whether or not Gates paid to have sex with a girl who was 17 at the time. (sighs) Speaking of really shitty-ass Republican politicians from Florida... Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Ron DeSantis. <laughs> they cut out everything that showed that their narrative was a piece of horse manure. This is him responding 
to the 60 Minutes interview. We watched that on Monday. We watched the we watched the clip that he said was edited, and then we watched the whole thing from the press conference. They didn't leave. He didn't. They didn't leave anything out. They didn't. They didn't deceptively edit anything. I would say like I would have fun going on acid, but then I like I'd probably like be bored to tears on acid. Like fuck, I do not want to be here. I want to be home dancing to Radiohead. I don't know what um, drug I would go. I'd just be high as shit. Like dishonest. Normal. These are smear merchants. That's why nobody trusts corporate media. Uh, Unbearable a disaster in what they're doing. They knew what they were doing was a lie. I knew what they were doing was a lie. Everybody they didn't lie about knows him. knows what they were doing is a lie. They know that we know they're lying, and yet they continue to lie. And they lied, and they lied, and they lied. We offered them the information, and they declined to interview the key people uh, because they didn't want to let go of the name. And by the way, apparently it is worse than I even described it the other night when we watched the 60 Minutes interview and the, like, the whole thing with Publix and everything. Oh, it seems like it was really entrenched. Like, he made the argument that Publix was like 1.7 miles from like every, uh, uh, from the average uh, el- elder person or something in the state. But like, as I said, like Walmart would be like, closer to everybody the thing i didn't think about when we were talking about it is like Publix aren't in rural communities at all the people in rural communities were having to drive hours and like okay and the thing is is this motherfucker if something doesn't happen to him soon is going to be like the republican nominee in 2024 as of right now, absent Trump influence, DeSantis is the front runner. And that that's fucking sad because this man should be in jail. If there is any justice in this world, this motherfucker is in jail by the end of the decade. And it's sad that I have to say by the end of the decade, but like the governor in Michigan is still walking free right now. Narrative. Well, guess what? There's going to be consequences for that. Uh, we're not... I know corporate media thinks that they can just run over. Not Whitmer, the one that poisoned everybody in Flint. I'm punching back, and I'm going to continue to do it. (laughs) Until these smear merchants are held. That's interesting. Do you think Mitt Romney really is positioning himself to try to run again? He would lose. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. He, Mitt Romney, would stand a better chance of running in the Democratic Party than he would of running for president as a Republican. I thought he was just going to be happy to ride it out as a senator. I, there, there was, him running for president again would be a fucking suicide mission. I, I really, I, unless it's as a Democrat, he could run as a Democrat and win. Seriously, I I do not see a path for him in the Republican Party. I hope he does. He would fall flat on his fucking face to have been the candidate in 2012 and then not even be able to secure the nomination will will be like fucking last on the ticket, hands down. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. 
Florida has vaccinated three and a half million senior citizens. We were the first state in the country. I feel like Boner is like he's first. he's doing a lot of business the shit right now, isn't he? I'd get him back into politics probably are be difficult. Much less likely to be hospitalized for COVID than they were six months ago. So our efforts have worked, and particularly in Palm Beach County. Uh, we've done over 275,000 seniors just in that one county. That's 75% of all the seniors there. It's been a, a team effort. We've worked in a lot of different ways, um, but you can't lie, uh, and you should have. 75% of Palm Beach, like Palm Beach County is like their most populous county. 75% of the seniors there. What is the most rich 75%? I, I, I want to say he's invested in a cannabis company, and that's the reason why. I like I can't even finish watching DeSantis. We're gonna we're gonna We're going on to what I think it was day eight of the George Floyd trial. I'm sorry, I fucked it. I I've done so good about not doing that. The Derek Chauvin trial, George Floyd is not on trial. I had it on my mind because like fuck, that's that's what we're gonna be talking about. Lead investigator in Derek Chauvin murder case uh reverses his testimony. And claims he heard George Floyd say, I ain't doing any drugs. Minutes after testifying that he heard him say, I ate too many drugs. Eric Nelson played the clip to the court for one of the officer's body-worn cameras on the scene last May 25th. And asked use of force expert uh, witness Jody Stigger if he could make out what Floyd was saying he could not. See if we've got the video here. We should. Are we going to have an ad? Trying hard to get a. Because it's Daily Mail. The Warlord. Murkowski or Collins? I'm surprised one of them didn't run before. If one of them were going to run, I would have thought it would have been a 2012 kind of deal. 2016. All right, Seeing so here we go. Arrest, even, even just in the immediate kind of wingspan, that can be very chaotic, right? Yes. People can be talking to each other. People can be talking over each other, right? Yes. The suspect may be saying some things, right? Yes. Bystanders may be saying some things, right? Yes. In the chaos, it's easy to miss some things, right? Uh, in certain instances, yes, depending on the severity of, of what's going on. I'd like to uh, publish um, part of the body-worn camera. It's Officer King's body-worn camera starting at um, 202101. This is a portion of what I received? Yes. Any objection? No objection. I'd like you to see if you can... Tell me what Mr. Floyd says in this instance. You hear what he said? Uh, no, I couldn't make it out. Does it sound like he says, I ate too many drugs? Listen again. I can't make that out now. So in the 
chaos of a situation, things can be missed, right? Yes. Well, he corrects himself to say that, uh... Can you... I ain't doing drugs. Probably gonna get another ad here. Visit our postgraduate program in cloud computing at Texas McCombs College. <laughs> Fucking Daily Mail. I've tried to rip their, uh... Tried to rip their videos and I can't do it. Voice. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. Did it appear that Mr. Floyd said, I ate too many drugs? Yes, it did. So the record should reflect that we've played through 2021-10 with the quote that you were asked about appearing really at 20... 2101, correct? Yes. Here's the thing. We're We're watching this because this was the big moment in the trial today, but it doesn't fucking matter. If he ate all of drugs in the fucking world, does not matter. He was murdered by that fucking cop. I heard it in context. Are you able to tell uh, what Mr. Floyd is saying there? Yes, I believe Mr. Floyd was saying, I ain't doing no drugs. That's a little different than what you were asked about when you only saw a portion of the video, correct? Yes, sir. And then to... Yeah, because it really seemed like uh, the defense was leading him. Like maybe he just didn't realize what the defense was saying. He clarified himself. Once again, we are going to pick up whenever closing arguments happen. We're going to be here for the verdict. This This is a historic moment. Obviously, as anti-cop as I am, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what what I'm hoping for. I, it's it's only justice that the man gets convicted. So here we go: cops arrested a black man taking out his garbage while looking for a white suspect. Let me read that headline again: cops arrested a black man taking out his garbage. While looking for a white suspect. It was a music producer. Let's see. Do we have... Uh, we, we have the footage. Let's check it out here. Turn around for me. Turn around. Turn around. And as well, turn it should burn. Because I told you to turn around. Okay, man. I don't know who I'm looking for yet. Come on, step, step, turn around, man. Looking for a white suspect. The saw a black man taking out his garbage. Decided to grab him. What are you doing? What is your problem? Get up against the wall. Look what you're doing to me. Jeez. Hey, Michelle. Jeez. Michelle. What, what are you doing? Stop. Hey, Michelle. Jeez. Yo, you're looking for the people upstairs, bro. I don't know. Relax. 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 Relax.
He might be hyperventilating or something. I don't blame him. It's like the cop has knocked his body camera off. Remember, just an innocent person taking out his trash. Got grabbed by the cops. Land of the free, my ass. They're they're still on him. Here's the second half of the video. Well, I mean, I, I can't fault defense attorneys. They have to say, you know, something. And that's how flimsy a case they've got. I hope Anton Austin is going to get a hell of a settlement from this shit. Oh, by the way, this is from May 24th, 2019. We're just now seeing it today. We're going to get the story here in a little bit. The city been fighting to release this footage. Resisting what, motherfucker? He's innocent. I mean, they didn't even give him a chance to prove who he was. They just came out and grabbed him. Absolute bullshit. When the cops just stepped on the body camera that fell off. Is it just, uh, you called 911 on her white boyfriend, the LAPD arrested her black neighbor instead. <laughs> okay. So like the 911 call is here and like they knew, they knew the dispatchers knew the caller hung up without ever identifying herself, her location or the person she was calling about the 911 operator Called her back, was was unable to reach her. Meanwhile, the LAPD... Well, maybe...
911 call ended with a horrible and preventable case of mistaken identity, and now the Los Angeles County Attorney's Office is working to cover up the LAPD's bad behavior again. So a white woman made a vague call to 911 uh, to say that her boyfriend had violated a restraining order. It's like a nine-minute call, so I didn't want to play it. But it doesn't look like she even gives any information about anything. The operator says, you don't know the address. Uh, Caller says, no. Operator intersection, no. Can you tell me what address you're at Um, in a car? Operator, can you give me an intersection or an address where you're at? No, I think I'm coming into the station right now. The caller then hung up without ever identifying herself, her location, or the person she was calling about. The 911 operator called her back but was unable to reach her. Meanwhile, the LAPD was notified of the address associated with the phone that made the 911 call. It was in Hollywood on Fountain Boulevard, just off of Highland Avenue, walking distance from Fat Sal's, a popular California sandwich chain that was mentioned in the call. Around the same time, 42-year-old music producer Anton Austin had stepped outside to bring in the trash cans. It was trash day in his neighborhood, and for the year or so, he lived at his current apartment. It was part of his usual routine to bring them in from the street. I'm at home chilling. I had on sweats, no drawstring, chilling out, he explains. Anton continued, this cop made a U-turn in the middle of the street, and when uh, they did that, they turned their sirens off. So I was like, whatever was happening must be over. At the same time, he saw his neighbor, uh, Katarina, standing outside at the bottom of the stairs, outside of the gate, but had no idea that she'd called 911 just moments earlier. As he brings in the trash cans, an officer approaches him and tells a startled Anton to turn around. Anton said he tried to explain to the officer that he lived there and that whoever they were looking for, he wasn't the guy. They didn't care, Anton said. The officer just said, we got a call as he started to put his hands on me. From there, things uh, went left very quickly. What Anton recounted was similar to that of a kidnapping gone bad and he didn't go willingly. And why should he? All he had done was get up and go outside to bring in the trash can. Anton says he was forced into handcuffs while an officer kept repeating, What is your problem? So I kept telling him, Bro, I'm not him. Anton didn't know who the person was the LAPD officers were looking for. He just knew for sure it wasn't him. Later it was discovered that the LAPD officers didn't even know who they were looking for. So, okay, they didn't know that they were looking for a white suspect, at least. War officers arrived, including an officer, uh, including an officer, Anton recounted, who jumped out of the car and started running like a football player before punching or before pouncing on him. Coincidentally, that officer says that his body camera fell off, so there's no footage of his encounter with Anton. According to Anton's attorney, other body camera footage, it shows the initial responding officer spotting Anton bringing in his trash can. The attorney explains that the footage also shows officers discussing the fact that they had no information on what the suspect looked like and they just got a call. But the LAPD didn't stop with Anton. As this is happening, my client begins to scream for help, the attorney continues. Eventually, his girlfriend, who was in the shower, comes running outside in a parka jacket to see her boyfriend being thrown to the ground by police officers. 
As she tries to intervene and help them, they throw, her, they throw her to the ground, exposing her naked body to the entire neighborhood. It's all on the body camera footage that the city of Los Angeles has blocked the public from having access to. For uh, Michelle's trouble, she was arrested, put in jail, and charged with... Uh, it says lynching. For Bell, 50 grand. Felony lynching is a technical term in California Penal Code that refers to the taking by means of a riot of another person from the lawful custody of a police officer. That's not what lynching means down here in the South, son. The charge carries a maximum pen- uh, the charge carries a maximum penalty of four years in prison. Anton was arrested, jailed, and forced to post a $7,000 bond. He was charged with assault of a police officer and resisting arrest. Eventually, the assault charge was dropped. Anton said, when I got to the station, I was asked if I knew why I was there, and I remember replying, no, I don't know why I'm here. Anton says that while he was at the Hollywood Division police station, he witnessed police officers laughing and sniggering while replaying the body camera footage of his naked girlfriend. They did this right in front of me, Anton continued. They played it over and over. Cops using body camera footage to laugh at people in compromising positions is not what taxpayers had in mind when they championed the use of cameras in police departments. Anton said that he was released around 3 a.m. the following morning in Los Angeles. Michelle had been released a few minutes earlier in downtown as well. Wow. (laughs) Sits on your ass all day complaining about harmless refugees and immigrants. Ain't that the truth? All right, so we've got some crazy video. A worker restrained somebody that pulled a gun on him. I I don't know the setup for this one, so let's check it out. Apparently, he held him down until the cops arrived. Oh, wow! Okay, did you guys see that? So he just starts pulling out the gun. Dude, like, stops him from being able to do anything with it. Hell yeah. The only what you cooking food truck in Mesa, Arizona. On um, February 5th, when we were supposed to meet with Tom too. My husband couldn't make the meeting because he was getting our food truck service. Once I got to the meeting, that it just felt like it was something different that we were actually there for. Um, you know, he brought an All Lives Matter shirt to me and, um, what? yelling at me with it, um, calling me racist, just making me feel very uncomfortable. I decided to just contact my husband and, you know, I told him like, hey, you know, he's making me feel uncomfortable. How far are you? Can you come? And so my husband, he literally stopped everything that he was doing and he raced there because, you know, I was feeling 
you know, something wasn't right. So I ended up being there in like five minutes. You could tell he acting weird because even when I'm talking to him, having a conversation, he's not looking at me. He's not paying attention. He's like disassociated. He's like lost it. And that's when he pulled out the gun. Yeah, that's when he pulled out the weapon. So to, this is like the guy that owned this place. Afraid to call the cops because they're afraid. Oh, the cops would shoot her husband. I call the police. This may be it for him. This may be it. I was scared. Dystopia. I didn't feel like (laughs) it's sad because I didn't feel like that was the first people that can help, you know. And, you know, once they arrived, I literally I stopped them at the door. I would not let anybody. I stood in the doorway. And I begged them, every last one of those officers who had their guns, I said, please do not kill my husband. That was the slowest 11 minutes ever. Yeah, it was. I'm thinking like, man, am I going to make it out of this situation alive? Or, or is the police, are the police going to shoot me? Dude is currently facing charges for aggravated assault. God damn, he's got some crazy eyes. We need this to be heard because, you know, this man is... Trump has uh, lost a lot of money, according to Forbes, but then again, like... He never had money, and Forbes was saying he's a fucking billionaire, so who knows? The Forbes list is just an estimate. He's going to kill you, and I hope that the prosecutor, you know, gives him a harsher... Um, what... Yes, this should be a hate crime. She literally told us out of her mouth that there's a possibility that he's not facing any jail time. What? At all. I I just I, after watching the after watching the the QAnon documentary, I don't know where all that angst goes from there. Something is gonna something is gonna grab the attention. I don't I don't know what it is. I I don't underestimate them though. All right, so we have a video of a woman pulling a gun in traffic. I believe this happened in California. Oh, yeah, Rocky, have a great night. Always a pleasure seeing you. Woman pulling out a fucking gun. She just shot out her fucking sunroof. The cow jumps over the moon. <laughs> the the moon. The cow, I did it. Go check it. Y'all still had your my phone. Still. I told them y'all was crazy. That's why we were supposed to stop. Well, this Monday, my two sets of ladies. I said it a long time ago. I told them y'all psychotic. That cow jumped over the moon. I hope. I'm sorry if she's psychotic. (laughs) 
I feel really bad for her if this is some sort of mental break. Oh my god. But also, people prone to mental breaks should not have guns. They just passed her. They just passed her. Oh, oh goddamn! Oh, Q. Well, I mean, Q is over. It's what, what, what? The remnants of that movement. What happens to them? I don't. Who knows? All right, we have a video of a waitress quitting in spectacular fashion. Uh, spectacular fashion. I've got a few stories like this of my own. Check her out here. So we got a maskless Karen here. Well, man, because it's that girl's not wearing one. That girl's not wearing one. Explain to you if you don't let me talk. I'm not walking five feet into a restaurant. I'm already in. This is why. Just she doesn't get paid enough to deal with that bullshit. Happy? Are we happy now? No, are you fucking happy? You made her fucking quit over your stupid bullshit. <laughs> Charles Barkley. He's got a hot take that's been making the rounds. A lot of right-wing sites, predominantly. Let's hear a little I bit really of it. I believe that in my heart. But I think our system is set up where our politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats, are designed to make us not like each other so they can keep their grasp of money and power. They divide and conquer. I truly believe in my heart most white people and black people are awesome people. But we're so stupid following our politicians, whether they are Republicans or Democrats. And their only job is, hey, let's make these people not like each other. Now, if you've ever watched my show, if you've, watched, if you've been watching for some time, you're going to know one of my pet peeves is when people do the whole false equivalency, FBI, whatever the fuck, operative, did it earlier in the chat. Two parties are exactly the same. Oh my god, I lost a friend over that not that long ago. Like, no, the parties are not exactly the same. And for some reason, whenever it's this false equivalency, it's usually assholes like Charles Barkley, who is a hardcore Republican, who has probably given hundreds of thousands of dollars to right-wing causes, getting on now that we're now that we're at this this juncture here. Going, oh, I think it's the politicians trying to separate us, whether it be Democrat or Republican. You're a fucking Republican. 
You have had an outsized influence in our politics, and I'm fucking tired of it. I don't give a shit what you've got to say, Charles fucking Barkley. And, and I'm a little pissed off at some of the right-wingers that I saw, or some of the, some of the, some of the people that consider themselves on the left that stand for Charles. Kyle Kalinske was like, oh, Charles is pretty right on that. I'm like, no, Kyle, no, he's not. It's a dumbass false equivalency. I hate it. All right, if you are watching on Twitch, I'm going to send you over to the fine ladies at Feminist Critique. They're going to take care of you. I'll hang out, chill for a little bit. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin. We'll see you.